Callie's mom and dad stopped by the house the other day to see Ellie. They'd been out of town for a couple of days, so they wanted to come by and, and check on the progress of her growing teeth. And I realized when they got here that our mission has changed. We are no longer training our dogs. We are training your dad. My Okay, so the dogs... I'm going to say they're like borderline obnoxious when, when new people come over. So what we advise people to do is act like we don't have dogs. Right. And then within five minutes, they go lay on the couch and they're like, ah, you're no fun. And then they're, you know, they don't care anymore. They bark. They bark. They They, jump on you a little bit. They get really excited. And they're like, "Eh, okay. Yeah. We're bored of you. Right. Especially I've noticed, especially if it's a new person, like if, because then they don't have any expectation, which is the problem that they have with your dad. Cause yeah. he's not a new person and he gives them lots of attention. So much love. So I said to them, you know, like the last time they were here, I'm like, okay, you guys ignore the dogs, like ignore the dogs, come up, sit down on the, you know, bar stools and act like they don't exist. And I could like almost see my dad's like hand shaking as he's trying not to pet the dogs because he's the person that will like get down on the floor and instantly start playing with them uh-huh. and giving them love and whatever. And I can, it is so hard for him and so unnatural for him and kind of hilarious. Yeah. And, and he couldn't do it. Like he, they came upstairs, they sat at our bar stools and then I saw my dad's right hand go down and I'm like, dad, stop. Well, we both had to say to him, like, don't love the dogs. Do not love the dogs. And so that's the habit that we're, that we're trying to break. Our, they, the, the problem yeah. with your parents is they just love too much. They love too much. So now we're on a mission to train your dad. You, what kind of treats does he like? Or should we get a squirt gun? But- <laughs> so if he goes for the dog, <laughs> like squirt him like a cat on the couch, you know? The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for the morning walk that we took yesterday together as a family. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that my parents live so close to us. I need to say something out loud because my imposter syndrome is making it so difficult, so difficult to say this and to do this. But I need to say it out loud because then it's out there and I have no excuse to ever try to to hide it. And you can call me out. Anybody who is listening to this can call me out. Okay. I... I almost feel anxious right now. Do you? Really? Yes. I, in the next couple of months, am putting, I'm in the process right now of creating a course on how to quickly launch a podcast. I am doing this. It was my idea and I am doing this on my own. Jeff has had so many people ask 
how do I do this with podcasting? And what do I do? And how do I get this started? And what equipment and all the stuff? And people have asked me too, but I think everybody knows that <laughs> I don't know. Says, I'm like, uh, we record into these microphone things. I Cal- don't know. Callie says, ask Jeff. Just like when people I'm say, like, yeah, ask Jeff. People will send me messages when I post a picture of Ellie and they're like, oh my gosh, where did you get that dress? And I'm like, I, message Callie. I don't know. It just, it appears in the closet and I put it on Ellie. But you're really good at it. You've essentially done audio and programming your entire life, more or less, like your entire adult life. That's what you've been doing. And a lot of people have asked and you love it so much. And Jeff I feel like if you could, you would just be doing full time, just get, helping people do things that make them excited about life. I here's is that true? Um, yeah. If I mean, if I if I could make a living doing that's it, what I'm saying. Like I mean, if you ba- baby formula ain't cheap, kid. <laughs> but you always get caught up in oh, I want to help people, and oh, I get so excited, and oh, so now you're funneling that into a business. The reason I'm doing it is because so many people ask me questions. About, and the questions are often the same, similar, very mm-hmm. similar. So I had the thought a while back and I started putting down to create like almost like one sheets with the answers to the most common questions. So when somebody sends me a message and says, hey, what equipment do I need if I want to do this type of podcast? I can go. Here's read, what we recommend. Read this. Mm-hmm. And. Then we've talked on the show about valuing your time and have to value it and 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 whatnot. And so many people are asking that that just evolved into I'm going to do a course. And the problem is when people have asked me about it, a few people know that I'm I'm starting to do this. When they ask me about it, I always throw in an imaginary other person. So I say oh, I've got this person who wants me to do a course and he's going to help me create it and sell it. It's That's not true. It's me. It's my- And you've been talking about this for over a year. So, and, and the thing that I have to, the imposter syndrome part of it, the thing that I have to accept is that if I was looking at my own resume, but it wasn't me, if it was somebody mm-hmm. else's resume, I would be impressed with my track record in the audio space. Yeah. Radio and podcasting. And I would want to learn from me. Right. I would. I mean, I still want to learn from you, but you know, I guess I'll have to take the course. (laughs) Well, of course we'll be on sale in a couple of weeks and you can, but so I just want to say that out loud because I, I hate myself and I'm not using that word lightly. Like I, I feel anguish and like, I'm using these dramatic words, but I feel. But that's how it feels to you. It just sucks the energy out of me when I say to somebody, oh, yeah, somebody suggested I start a podcast course, so I'm going to throw it together. No, I'm putting together a podcast course because I have knowledge that can help people achieve their goal of starting a podcast and making money off it. I'm so proud of you. So I'm creating this course. So if if you catch me saying, oh, so many, so many, it's not true. You need it's, to correct him. It's right. It's just me. And um, the details will be, will be forthcoming. Cause I am, I do have somebody who has helped, who has cre- helped other people create courses doing this with me, but I reached out to him and said, I want to do a course. Yeah. Can you hold my hand for along this process? And he has been, and he's been you know, very helpful. But Someone is helping you do a, is 
giving you a course on how to give people a course on how to do what you know how to do. Yes. And <laughs> j- the, impo- the it's, it's, if, if it, you deal with the imposter syndrome, you know, it's your own worst enemy and I've gotten so much better at it, but it still rears its ugly head every now and again. And you've been putting this off for a year only because you're like, oh no, no one cares. And then you get every time Jeff gets an email or a DM of like, Hey, I have this podcast question. I'm like Jeff, hello, hello. People want to know, you know what I mean? Like you're very successful in what you do and you've had an incredible career and you need to do this. But then what, then what I do is when somebody says, I have a question, I'm like, Oh, okay. Let's set up a a time to talk or, you know, send me your question. Mm -hmm. And then I'll spend an hour on the phone with them or an hour writing an email back to them in great detail with links and all this other stuff. And then, you know, then later that week, I'm on this show right here telling our community, make sure you're getting paid for your time. Right. <laughs> make sure you're getting paid for what you're worth. So, yes. So I just wanted to say that out loud. Thank you for indulging me in that. That was that was a purely selfish five-minute segment in order to, to just face the imposter syndrome and, and punch it right in the nose. So I just did. There are a couple of things in life that I think about consistently that I'm like, I wish I were more like this insert, whatever it is here. And it's little stuff for the most part. Like I wish that I were someone that drank tea. I think that that would, I wish I liked tea. Yeah. I don't like it. It seems very calming. And I, I, uh, I feel like tea drinkers are very peaceful and very calm and it's a cool thing to do. No, I'll have a tea, please. Like that, I just want to be someone that drinks tea. I'm I've, not. I hate it. I think it's gross. I feel like at one point in my life, because I I think the process of preparing tea seems neat. Me and, too. And I think at one point in my life, I bought like a stovetop of tea course kettle. You did. Of course you did. That, that whistled, you yeah. know, and then a box of, you know, whatever grocery store, nothing fancy, but just a box of tea and I put the teapot on my stove and it sat on my stove and I probably made one cup of tea. I could see you being the person that walks into one of those tea stores and is like, hi, I would like to, cause Jeff does this also. This is what he wants to do with camping equipment. He doesn't want to go camping, but he wants all the stuff. So I can see you walking into like a specialty tea store and be like, hi, I'd like to get started with tea. And then you pick out this like ceramic teapot and like all of this stuff. And then it just sits on the stove for like three months. And then you're like, ah, that wasn't that good. Of a I don't need to be in the woods to admire the Coleman propane stove that is sitting on the shelf in my garage uh, and that with, the, with the cast iron skillet. Can I tell you just this, a small little sidebar, whenever going camping comes up, do you know what I think the greatest scent in the world is? And if you have been tent camping with a Coleman propane stove. Yeah. You'll know this smell because mm-hmm. I can think of it. I can see it in my head. My dad and I camping when I was a kid, the smell of bacon cooking outside on a camp stove. Oh, It just smells different. And there's no other way to recapture that smell yeah. unless you're cooking it on an outdoor camp stove in like a cast iron skillet type mm-hmm. of thing. And it's the greatest smell on the planet. So anyways, back to your tea. Back to my tea, which is back to the original story. One of the things that I think about, I would say almost every day, is I wish I was someone that could do the same thing 
every day. And I just can't. I have never been that person. Like other than brushing my teeth and showering, I can't. There are people that get up every day and go to the same breakfast restaurant every day for 50 years or whatever. And I was reading a story about this guy the other day who in 1979 or 74 had his first Big Mac and liked it so much that he eats two a day. And he's been doing that since the 70s. And there's a whole side stuff about his health is fine and he actually has low cholesterol and all this stuff. But it's his thing. If I'm McDonald's, I'm putting him in every advertisement on the planet. They actually invite him to like the re-release of some Big Mac something like they know yeah he's on their radar um but he just thought it was so good and he's done that every day you know what I mean and I feel like there are people that have routines he's had like a 40-year Big Mac attack he has had a Big Mac attack and I admire the dedication to a routine and I'm almost jealous of people who can do that, but I go through phases and I can't do that. And I don't know why. And it, you can't do it either. I can't, but I want to. I know. So what's wrong with us? Like, but I think I do it much. I think part of the reason that I can't is you because you don't like a routine well, I but appreciate it, a routine, but I just don't. Here's the thing. If I don't do the step in the routine, like say every day I want to get up and have a glass of orange juice. Yes. And that's my thing. Yep. If I don't do that, it's like, eh, whatever, I'm bored. I don't want to do that. If you don't do that, it sets off a domino effect for the rest of your day of yes. like, well, I didn't do that part. So you see it as like a part of your day that has to get done before you can do the next part. Yes. For me, it's like the nuance of having something like that to be like, oh, that's neat. I have something that I literally do every single day and I don't. And I wish that I did even the working out stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm working out right now. Cause I have a short term goal, but will I work out every day in the morning? Like I would love to be a person that meditates every single morning. Here is a, it's po- not gonna happen. here's a possible solution for that. And I have, I have this written down somewhere and I was going to do it as a pocket podcast or do it as a whole show topic, but just a thought regarding that. And, I, and I'm doing this from memory, so I might not say it exactly right, but there is a type of thinking, there's a mentality, that's the thing, there's a, a mentality, a lifestyle where you eliminate decisions as much as you possibly can by simply stating what will happen and making it a non-negotiable. So for example, you don't you you wake up in the morning and as much as waking up is having that glass of orange juice is there's no decision to be made in the morning on whether or not you have time to have your orange juice or whether or not whatever you that decision is is made for you. And I think it applies more to physical fitness because the person who said it um, is a runner and is trying to improve, mm-hmm. like is one of those crazy runners who, who like runs, wanted to run a marathon every day for a week. So mm-hmm. he did that, like that type of person. And he said, I just decided that I'm going to work out every day for the next 100 days. And it's a non-negotiable. Here's the argument that I would make. Cause that is a little bit different than, because I do. So I have a goal right now and I work out six times a week and it's what I do. And it's just part of the routine. You know what I mean? I'm talking about something that brings me joy and fulfills my life so much that I love doing it. You know Uh, what I mean? Like, 
morning meditation. Like I, this is so silly, but I follow Gwyneth Paltrow and her life to me is like this exploration of wellness. Like I would love to, you know, wake up when are I we, wake up. Aren't we making fun of her? Didn't she like want to put like decaf coffee in your butt and like weird stuff like that? Oh yeah. I definitely, I was hypercritical of her when she launched her brand. And now that I am, have done a deep dive into it. I appreciate it so much because yeah, that's a whole thing we can talk about another time. But, um, I do want to be like the person that wakes up, meditates, have it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like there are some people that wake up, have this routine journal, whatever the journal thing wouldn't be fulfilling to me. Like I, you know what I mean? But I want to get to a point in my life where I have 15 minutes to do a meditation, get in the zone. But I feel like after six months I'd be bored and like, have you, and have your tea. And have my tea. I got to bring up the post-its again, three days in a row. I never thought that this would be an enduring topic on our podcast. But I asked the question on Instagram, what products, because I learned my lesson. I'm not going to buy a generic post-it ever again. Callie bought new ones for me. They're great. They're terrific. They're very adhesive. But I asked the question (laughs) on my Instagram. They work. They do what they're supposed to do. What product can you not buy in generic form? Oh, that's a good topic. Must you buy brand name? Great responses. Uh, Cheez-Its. Totally true. Honey made graham crackers for s'mores. Never get the store brand. Yes. I would agree with that, but um, I'm not a honey made guy. I'm the red box. I think it's Nabisco. There's Mm -hmm. a red box and the honey made's blue. Yeah. And there's and there's a red box. I like the red box, but I do agree that when you get the generic graham, graham crackers, cracker, it's just not the same. It's weird. They're a little cardboardy. Um you have to weigh in on this one because I have no idea. Tampons? Yes. Uh Q tips we discussed. Yes. Paper, I think paper products in general, because paper towels came up, Kleenex came up, toilet paper came up. So mm-hmm. um Lauren said, literally all breakfast food. That means oatmeal. That means cereal. That means eggs. That means coffee creamer. That means coffee. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I've had some off-brand cereal in my day and it's not bad. Yeah, I have too. But everything else, I guess I could agree with. Uh, Windex. Uh, your dad said ketchup and then somebody in here said mustard. Ketchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if it's not Heinz, you, Heinz 57 or the other one hunts, if it's not one of those two, it it's, tastes weird. Yeah. It's too, too weird. Uh, pop tarts. That one we talked about yesterday, I think, uh, hidden Valley ranch dressing. Ketchup has come up in here a bunch of times. Dish detergent. Uh, soup must be Campbell's or Progresso. Progresso makes great soup. They do. They really do. Um, and then the rest are all coming in as repeats. Like Cheez-Its is in here a bunch of times. Pop-Tarts is a bunch of times. Ketchup is a bunch of times. Uh, ranch dressing must be Hidden Valley Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't buy off-brand Nilla wafers. No. And you also can't buy off-brand soda. Yeah. It's just, it's just not the same. Yep. It's not the same, especially if you're from Atlanta that you, yeah. All right. So I think this is going to wrap up the 
Jeff bought generic post-its and ruined the day topic. I think this is going to put a nice little bow on it. Not a generic bow, but like a name brand Hallmark bow. That is very sticky. And we will, oh, generic Christmas bows. Stick on Christmas bows. They'll fall off the package like that. Got to get good ones. What's the name brand though? Sticky Bow Company. I work out nearly every morning. And one of the things that I don't want to have to worry about when I'm up that early getting it done is my socks. And having on socks that slide down or cause blisters, it's such a distraction from your workout. Well, that's why I love Bombas. Now, I love the ankle sock. It's my absolute favorite. And they have this little tab on the back of the ankle to save you from blisters. It also has stay-up technology. And they come in different styles for every sport. So you can go on their website and filter their socks by sport to see which is the best one for you that's going to give you the support that you need while you're getting it done. And like all of their socks, for every pair of Bombas Performance socks you buy, they're going to donate a pair to someone in need. And they've donated over 45 million pairs so far. Go to bombas.com slash upside today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. If you don't believe Callie about how much she loves her Rothy shoes, just head over to our Facebook group and scroll down until you see one of the many posts that have been started about Rothy shoes. Folks, love them. But these folks, up until lately, have all been women. They have gotten to take advantage of the sustainable development of Rothy shoes. They've gotten to take advantage of the washability and the durability of Rothy shoes. And they've gotten to take advantage of the fancy styles. Not anymore. Men, listen up. Rothy's is now available for us. So ladies, if you want to surprise your man with something cool, get him some Rothy's shoes. Men, if you are listening to this, trust me, I've got a wife who owns several pairs of Rothy's and she loves them. And now we get to join in on the fun. To help you welcome summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. They gave us the opportunity to share this super rare discount with upside listeners, but only for a limited time. Through August 1st, you can get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. You do not want to miss this opportunity to save money on your Rothy's shoes. Go to rothys.com slash upside, save $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more, and find your new favorites today. rothys.com slash upside. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash upside. Stress happens, okay? Life is full of stressors and we don't have to navigate those alone. Friends and family are great, but sometimes it's nice to unplug from the people we love and plug into someone totally neutral. I've been going to therapy for almost 15 years now and it has completely changed my life for the better. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback, and you'd be surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Upside listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day, have a heart that never hardens, a temper that never tires, and a touch that never hurts. Today's three random things is brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is a swarm of ladybugs. That's called a loveliness. <laughs> is it really? It literally is. Someone sent that to me on Instagram and I fact-checked it. It is, which is just, how lovely is that? It's worth noting. Yeah. It's worth mentioning that uh, there is an uh, the ladybug. This is not a joke. If you weren't listening to the show a few months ago, you might not know this, but ladybugs have an evil twin. And they look so sick. What is it? Like the beetle thing. Uh, I think it's called a Japanese Japanese something beetle. Yeah. Oh, I think it's called a Japanese lady beetle. They're the devil. Well, they're dangerous if you have dogs because they will get in the dog's mouth and like attach themselves. Um, But we had a bunch of them in the house when it was colder. And I was like, look, we have ladybugs in the house. I think this is good luck. And we talked about it on the show. Scores of people responded with those are the devil twin of the ladybug. So, and they poop on your wall. Yeah. So, and I think they're, they look more orange. There's a way to tell. Mm -hmm. So put a Google on it before you say, look at all these ladybugs. It's a loveliness because it might not be, it could be a devilness. (laughs) My second random thing is German chocolate cake doesn't come from Germany. It was named for a person, a guy called Sam German, (laughs) who created a type of baking chocolate for bakers in 1852. So German chocolate, not from Germany. And my third random thing is there are an estimated 49 million bubbles in every bottle of champagne. Cheers. Cheers. And those are my three random things. I want to celebrate a big, small win. I would call this um, a micro-anxiety. Don't you think it it's was something that's been driving you crazy for a year? Yeah, but I've been dabbling in taking care of it. And wh- every time it would become too long in the process, I would quit because I, because the mentality was I'm spending too much time on this. I, we wanted to switch our phones. Our, and I think I talked about this on the show before. Because we had our our phones, cell phones, were with Xfinity. And when we moved, Xfinity isn't available, isn't an option on the block that we live. Right. So we called them to install it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't do that. Which means, but we still have Xfinity phones. But if you have an Xfinity phone without having Xfinity home service, like cable or internet. It's really expensive. There's a, they charge you a premium for every line. Yeah. So we've been paying extra for almost a year now that that we've lived in this house. And I didn't know that for the first six months. Like I didn't, I thought I was just like the phone has gone up. And then when you look at the fine print on the bill, you're like, Oh, this isn't that's I don't have to be paying that. So I started shopping around. I found a new phone company was going to move them over and through no fault of either company or maybe the fault of both companies, it was just such a challenge. It was such a challenge to get our phone numbers transferred from Xfinity to 
uh, the new company to AT&T. It was just challenging. And I finally buckled down this week. I probably spent a total of four hours over the course of two days just focused on it, and I got it done. And I think wins like that are worth celebrating. Oh, I completely agree. Does it feel good now that it's... I hope I didn't just jinx it because, okay. because they got a malice, the little card. That the goes, SIM card? The, yeah, the SIM card that goes in the phone to update it or whatever to mm-hmm. move it over. Um, so I'm hoping I didn't just knock on wood. I hope I didn't just jinx it by saying this, but it feels so good that it's done. I'm glad that it's done. I'm glad for you that it's almost done. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not a jinx. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I don't even know that you know this about me, Callie, but last night when we had friends over for dinner, I made, I cooked and made um, a fish dish and a side and rice, which is easy. And I prepared a meal and it went over well. It went over swimmingly. It was delicious. (laughs) A fish meal went over swimmingly. Went over swimmingly. It was great. But I don't know if if you know this, but... If there is, because this is the first time these people have ever had a meal, these friends have ever been to our house for a meal. Right. So this doesn't apply if like Chrissy and Paul were coming over or your parents or somebody who's been over multiple times. But for them, um, I had a backup meal. Did you? What was the backup meal? Um, It was, we had, uh, I took some um, butcher box meat that we had in the fridge out. (laughs) And you're like, just in case I screw this up. It was, um, it was a recipe involving chicken, and I'd made it, and it was super easy. Like basically, put the chicken in a baking pan with this, this, and this. Like foolproof. Yeah, foolproof. But I had it on standby in case I ruined it, ruined the fish. I could just say, you know what? Give me thirty minutes. Let me whip up something else. But whatever I was going to whip up, I had completely on standby, ready to go. That could still go with rice and the green beans that we Smart. had on the side. Smart. So I have a backup meal whenever I'm entertaining for people for the first time. Hey guys, this is Amy in Indianapolis and I just have to ask, I cannot be the only person who after listening to your talk all about the posters is itching to go watch Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion again. That's pretty much all. I don't know when I'll have time to, but I think that's what the next movie I'm going to watch. Have a great day. It's wild to think about how our children are being crafted, are being formed by the stuff that they do right now. The toys that they play with, the people that they talk to, the way that we talk to them. It's fascinating to me. And as I realize this, I want to make sure that I am providing Ellie, our eight-month-old, with toys that are stimulating her brain as well as making her laugh. And that's where KiwiCo comes in. KiwiCo will deliver projects to your house for your child every month. And these are science and art projects that they're going to love, but they also 
keep their mind working. KiwiCo has already done the legwork for you. You can spend the quality time tackling these projects together. They have found the screen-free projects that stretch the kid's brain. Everything you need for the project is included in the crate so they can open the box and get started. And there's something for kids of all ages. Yes, even Ellie's age at eight months. The best part, watching their confidence grow as they accomplish different projects and different tasks. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every single month. You can get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. Hi, my name is Amanda. I was calling because today's segment, Callie talked about providing two books that she proved for Ellie to have read to her at night. And it made me think about Jeff and Callie's recurring argument about choices with like Jeff's example about going out of town. He thought 6 a.m. and then she says noon and so on and so on. What if an option that you guys could try is you guys propose two choices of the situation to each other and the person making the choice on the two knows that the other spouse has already taken those their feelings into consideration and it's like saying i'm good with these two choices so which two of these do you want to pick and the other person can feel safe in choosing one of those two because they know that the other person is already okay with it um hope that made sense just an idea that i caught up on from the last two episodes i love your show so much i am a Long time listener, and I uh, think you guys are great. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Kelly, it's Matt in Chattanooga. I'm kind of like you. I can I can find out about anything on anybody. Uh, Google Google can be your best friend. We had a new coworker, and I was like, oh, she's kind of kind of cute. Let me let me put a Google on her. See see if she comes up or anything. She come up, been arrested 18 times, and they put her up front uh, working with money. And, so, so happens the cash register came up short a few times. I like, should have done a background check on her. All righty. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. I just got a laugh uh, listening to the episode today. Um, what is today? Today is uh, Wednesday. And got to the end calls, and the lady was talking about the raw chicken, and she was speaking so quickly I was like, whoa, this lady needs to take a chill pill. And then the next voicemail came on, and she was speaking quickly, too. And I was like, wait a minute. Did I accidentally? Mm-hmm, I did. I somehow pushed a button, and the speed was one and a half, and I thought everybody was crazy, but it was just me. Um, love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Sarah calling from Fayetteville. Um, just listening to the podcast today, um, my son is 17, almost 17 months, so I'm, I'm about 17 months postpartum. Um, but I've been struggling a lot with insecurities after having a baby. I gained about 50 pounds, um, and I've lost maybe about 30 pounds since them, but I still have some work to do. But one thing that my therapist said to kind of encourage me is apparently it actually takes about at least 18 months for your body to completely heal after giving birth. So just remember to give yourself some grace. All right, bye. You have only ever seen yourself through photographs and 
the mirror. You've never seen the way your smile beams from its edges every time you talk about something that you love, or the way that your eyes light up at the sight of sunrises, or coffee, or puppies. <laughs> so the next time someone tells you how beautiful you are, don't question it. Because although you have never seen it, it's all that they know, and they've been amazed by it every single day.